What's going on, y'all? Fantasy Rasta here to give you another episode of Chop It Up. Follow me on Twitter at Fantasy Rasta. Follow me on Instagram at Fantasy Rasta. Just want to talk a little bit about sports, talk about daily fantasy. Want to keep you guys locked in. Thank you for listening, and we'll just jump right into it. So, off where we're going to start this off, we're going to talk a little bit about LeBron James, talk a little bit about the Cavs, you know, like I normally do. Um, so, it looks like it's a 3-2 series now. Boston's up. We've got two games left. Cleveland's on the road Saturday, tomorrow. Or, sorry, Friday. And um, this is a this is a big one for LeBron. It's a big one. He usually shows up in these elimination games. We know he's going to show up. That's a fact. Are his players going to show up? That's always a question. I mean, are, are, are his teammates going to show up? Sorry. Yeah, I said players pretty much because he coaches the team. But, yeah, um, this is going to be a tough one. Boston looks good. Brad Stevens is a genius. He's a genius. When you got more pieces that you can move around, it's harder, harder to defend. And I like how he put Marcus on the bench. He, Kyle Korver only played 18 minutes. He's like the only consistent scorer outside of LeBron. So I don't know what Tyrone Lue was thinking. Didn't make sense to me. But King King James, King James is in a spot right now where it's do or die. And uh you know I mean these to be honest, Boston doesn't have Kyrie Irving or Gordon Hayward. So if we go back and look at this series a few years from now, LeBron does lose his, if LeBron does lose this series, what are we gonna say? He lost to a nobody uh, a Boston team that with a bunch of nobodies? I don't know. I don't know. I think Boston is going to be be a dynasty moving forward. These young kids are hungry. Stevens Stevens got them playing with a lot of heart. And when when you when you get results playing that that hard, it, it becomes contagious. So, I mean, J.R. Smith. I don't know where the hell he's been. I don't know if he knows that this is the Eastern Conference Finals. But boy, he's looking a mess. LeBron looks tired finally. I can legitimately say LeBron looks tired. And here's the deal: even if they win this series, whoever they play next series is going to be a headache. I know he's a machine, but <laughs> machines don't last forever either. I mean, at some point you got to slow down, especially when you're carrying the load like that. I mean, this man played the entire season, averaged almost forty minutes. He's in the in the postseason, averaging the same amount of minutes. I mean, this man's almost played, he's coming up to 100 games this season, playing like that, playing at this level. That's incredible. I don't know how many players we're ever going to see be able to do that the way he's done it. I mean, the assist, the scoring, the rebounding, like he's picking up the slack for two or three players on his team. So I'm not going to knock him for that. Can't knock him for that. That's great. That's greatness right there. But... I think I think Boston is just a little bit too much for him. Too much firepower. Too many too many fresh legs. I think I think this is over. People are saying seven. I I wouldn't be surprised if it's done in Cleveland on Friday. If Boston knocks them off, I know they're not a good road team. I know Brad Stevens is just he gets his players going at home. 
that I mean that that can't last forever. I mean, right? I'm saying like he's got to at some point get those road wins. It'd be nice to get that road win right now and watch uh watch Golden State and, and Houston battle it out in the Western Conference. Kind of gain uh you know gain a leg up by getting that extra rest. So we'll see what happens. We'll find out on Friday. And then uh if it goes to game seven, I mean, how do you bank again? How do you bet against LeBron? I mean, in game seven, it's hard to do that. So if I was Boston, I would go into Cleveland with a sense of urgency. And if I was Brad Stevens, I'm telling my players, look, we know we're pretty good in, on, on at home. You've got to win road games in the playoffs. Okay. Even the, even though they finished with the best record, I mean, with that, I'm sorry, with that, with a better record than Cleveland, so they get the home court advantage. You don't want to play with LeBron. You don't want to play with him. Don't give him like you. You you're suffocating him right now, right? Don't give him don't give him air to breathe. If they win this game in Cleveland, he's gonna LeBron's. Gonna, you're giving you're giving the Bear a reason to go even harder in Game Seven, and just don't do it. Just I, I if I'm if I'm the coach. I'm telling these boys, look, we got the we got the home wins under wrap. We got to take one in, in Cleveland. It's not do or die, but let's go in there with that urgency, thinking that this is a do or die situation because we don't want to play with LeBron James. Now, there's some other things that come up as far as with uh, with the NFL. So the NFL. And I'm sorry, I know I'm jumping from NBA to NFL real quick, but the NFL's got they got these new set of rules that they're working on, saying that if if players are kneeling during the national anthem, there's going to be a 15 yard penalty assessed to the team. All right, so I mean, I've I've spoken to a few people about this, <clears throat> and basically the feedback that I'm getting is. It's from the aspect of imagine if you were, if your employer or your boss, you know, told you to do something and it's written in the rules that you have to do this, you have to abide by this and so forth. If you don't do it, then your job's in jeopardy, right? Well, here's the deal. The only thing I, the, the, the main thing I really don't like about this rule is that it affects the game. Right. It's going to affect the it could affect the outcome of the game. The fact that a player wants to to be on one knee is going to affect the outcome of the game. So. What's going to happen when multiple players are doing it on both sides of the of the field, on both teams? Are they going to assess 15 yard penalties to, to everyone? Are they going to? offset the penalties see look i just don't want the trend to be at the beginning of every football game before they kick off oh there's a 15 yard penalty assessed for what are they going to call it uh misconduct i don't know i don't know what the, i don't even know what they would call it but i think i think they should leave i think we should leave it out of the game Maybe a fine. I, I think I'd be more comfortable with a fine opposed to it affecting the outcome of, of a game. 15 yards may not seem like a lot, 
But when you're talking about modern age uh, gladiators, which is basically what NFL players are, that 15 yards ends up being a big difference. You know, you've seen games decided by by centimeters, by feet, inches. So I don't know how much I, I, I agree with that, but who am I? Right? I'm not I'm just somebody who's just talking about sports and just giving my input. Hit me up on Twitter though. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know what you think about that. Like what are what are your thoughts in regard to this new rule about players kneeling for the national anthem? I'll be back to talk a little bit more about NBA. Talk a little bit of, uh, more about some some World Cup and some other things. Stay tuned. So we're going to jump back in the in the basketball. Let's talk about the Western Conference. So we're talking about Golden State and Houston. It's a great series, right? Houston finished the, the, the season with the NBA's best record. Golden State is the NBA reigning champion. And there's a lot of people that want Golden State to lose. If you're not from the West Coast, if you're not a Golden State fan, a lot of people hate on Golden State because Kevin Durant went to Golden State and he stacked the team with Clay, Drain, and Steph. Whatever. Whatever. I don't want to get into that, but he he wasn't the first one to do that. And y'all are going to get over it 10 years from now. But as far as the series, Golden State is winning the series. I don't care how well Harden's playing. I don't care the fact that Houston stole that game from them right on right underneath their nose took that game that game four so this is a big game tonight houston is abusing the shit out of steph curry they are abusing him and d'antoni's gonna keep having his players go at him harden looks ridiculous the the thing that worries me about houston is that they are not that great of a defensive team they could put up points now they're gonna play with you but there's got to come a there's there's going to be a breakdown in that defense, and two breakdowns in that defense is all it's going to take for Golden State to go to the NBA final, go back to the NBA finals. And when I say breakdown, I'm talking about with games where where their defense gets broken down. Kevin, there's going to be a game where like I haven't seen it yet, and I don't think we've seen it in the playoffs where Golden State has everybody clicking on all cylinders. Right at, at some point, like you'll have a game where Durant goes off. You got a game where Durant and Curry go off. You got a, a game where Durant and Clay go off. You got a game where Clay and Dre go off. So where's the game where three of them go off? Where's the game where all four of them go off? It's gonna come. It's gonna come. And Golden State already took one from Houston in Houston. Wouldn't be surprised to see him do it again. Definitely wouldn't be surprised. Durant's a bad, that's that's a bad cat right there. And uh, I mean, I know a lot of people talk about LeBron's efficiency. <clears throat> you don't win three scoring titles without being efficient. I'm just saying. Durant's the truth. He's a seven-footer. You can't defend him. He's the league's best pure scorer. If you disagree with me, follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Let me know how you feel. But I'm telling you, he's the league's best scorer. Pure score. Can do everything. Three, the dunk, layup, isolation, screen, jump shot, you name it. Durant could do it. So I think when you've got that on your side and then you've, you're playing against a, a team that's weak defensively, realistically, they're weak defensively. Chris Paul's playing well right now because he doesn't have to worry about 
because because they, they're abusing Steph. So they so so what's happening is Steph is having to act to play defense, which is limiting his offense because he's exerting so much energy on defense, which is making Chris Paul look better because when Chris Paul gets on offense and Steph's got to play defense. He's tired, or you, you gain an advantage due to the fact that he's fatigued. But you got to remember, this guy's coming back from an injury. Chris Paul is a great defender, so he's he's slowing he's slowing Curry down. But that's how long is that? How long is that going to last? You can't keep a you can't keep a bad man down for long. Can't keep a bad man down for long. So I think Golden State's still just as dangerous as before. I know the series is tied two two. Houston's got a little bit of confidence. But I'm going to keep saying this. Chris Paul's curse. Chris Paul ain't never going to win an NBA championship. And it's not, it's, and I'm not saying because he's a bad player. I'm just saying he's just one of the, the players that unfortunately just not going to happen for him. He's going to be one of those players. I'd like to see him in the NBA Finals. But for the rest of his career, he's probably going to have to deal with this Golden State team that he's playing right now. And I don't know. I mean, right now they got a shot to knock them off. I hear a lot of Rockets fans excited about it, but I don't know. I I, I can't see it happening. And then, God forbid, it becomes a Golden State versus Boston NBA Finals. People may not realize. People don't want to see that, right? There's a lot of people, oh, I'd rather see LeBron play Golden State. I'd rather see another rematch of the finals. Tired of seeing LeBron James in the finals. I want to see a new team in the finals. And people may not realize, but Boston legitimately could be a dynasty moving forward. They could be an Eastern Conference dynasty. Think about that, though. These guys don't have their two best players. They got a great coach who's not going anywhere, who basically built this team and did a damn good job of it. They got great chemistry. It doesn't feel like anybody's ego was too swollen or too blown up. So that's like they got a good balance there. As long as they maintain that, I think this is a dynasty. I think this is definitely a dynasty in the making, especially in the Eastern Conference. Especially with, because LeBron's in his 15th year, too. So imagine when he's gone. Yeah, I know Philly's there. There's some other teams in, in that in that conference, but Boston looks good. Houston looks good offensively. Golden State looks good around, around the board. Cleveland looks good. With LeBron. Period. So, I don't know what you're rooting for, but I'm rooting for a Boston Golden State Finals. Should be a good one tonight. I'll be back to talk a little bit more, a little bit more about sports, a little bit more about some other events. Stay tuned. So, welcome back. Let me just talk a little bit about about the World Cup. It's a month away. I'm excited. If y'all don't know, that's my sport. It's the world sport. So looking at the va- I'm looking at the odds right now. So the, the top three teams or the top three teams that they expect to win the World Cup are France. No, I'm sorry. In this order, Brazil, Germany, and France. Right? They're all the and I could I could see, I could see that. They always perform in the World Cup. These these are these are countries that that know what this is all about. They're always in the World Cup. They're always making it through the group stage and they're in the round of 16. But why is ever why isn't anyone talking about Belgium though? I don't understand. I don't understand. And right now, to be honest, Belgium and England are in the same group. Like I think in that group, 
Belgium's only real competition is England. England hasn't showed up for a World Cup since I've been alive. I'm about to be 30 years old, and they still haven't shown up for a World Cup. So I'm not worried about that, but if I'm a betting man, I'm putting my money on Belgium. I've been saying this for years. If you follow me on on, on social media, I've been, I've been saying this for years. They've got ballers on that team. They know how to play. Their style of play is very similar to, to the Spaniards, the way the Spain plays. If you ever watch Spain play, <clears throat> they're a possession team. Spain, Spain has always been a good possession team. The issue with Spain, though, is having the goal scores. So, in other words, keeping the ball, you're knocking the ball around, but pointless, pointless possession that doesn't lead to goals, it doesn't lead to shots, is exactly what it is, pointless possessions. Belgium got some Belgium got some scores now. Lukaku, De Bruyne. They've got Hazard, Nine Golan, Dembele. They got Moiner uh, on the on at outside back. They've got one of the best goalkeepers in the world. Don't sleep. That's all I'm saying. Don't sleep. I like Brazil. I always root on Brazil. My family's from South America, so I love the South American teams. This definitely feels like a European World Cup. That and, and because the fact that it's in Russia and the European teams always come to perform. They always come to play. But yeah, Belgium is Belgium is my team to watch in the World Cup. And I want to talk about one current event. So I don't know how many of y'all actually know who Sterling Brown is, but if you go to my social media again at, Insta, um, at Instagram at Fantasy Rasa, Twitter at Fantasy Rasa, you'll see I posted um, I posted this story it's about Sterling Brown from the Milwaukee Bucks, right? And so the story goes like this: Apparently, Sterling Brown he goes to a store, he parks his car. The way he parked his car took up a couple a couple of the parking spots. Like he parked sideways, right at the angle or something. <clears throat> So the police come, they question him, they ask him, you know, about the car, whatever. They start giving him a hard time. Long story short, this man gets tased, thrown to the ground. And if you watch the video, they're asking him, what's your name? Who are you? And he's telling them, look me up, look me up, look me up. Right. So Sterling Brown wasn't a big part of the rotation, but he isn't a professional athlete, right? After all this happened, the Milwaukee Bucks issue, or not Milwaukee Bucks, I'm sorry, the police department in Milwaukee issued an apology to Sterling Brown for the way for their misconduct. The Milwaukee Bucks have Sterling Brown's back with this situation. So they're basically backing him, right? He wasn't at fault. Sterling Brown is now going to sue the Milwaukee Police Department. My point is this. This shit is happening everywhere. It's happening all around the country. I don't give a, I don't care about your race. It's happening everywhere. And I and it's crazy because the way I see things changing is when this happens to somebody that the country, that society view, views as valuable. Imagine if this shit happened to LeBron James. 
the country will go crazy. Laws will be made the next day. Stopping this, people would be all kinds of stuff would be going on. And it's sad to say that's the way our society works, but that's how our society works. <clears throat> you know what I mean? You got money, you got a little fame. All of a sudden, these small issues or, or these issues that the government or people may see as, as small to your common your common citizens becomes a big deal because you're dealing with the superstar, because you're you're dealing with somebody famous. That's just, I mean, just, that's just let that sink in for a minute. See how things work. Doesn't mean you can't make a difference. But that's that's pretty deep. It's taking all that to finally now maybe we'll open people will open their eyes and realize what's really going on. Listen, I appreciate y'all appreciate I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you for listening to me chop it up. I'll be back to talk a little bit more about anything really. I'm gonna focus on the sports. Want to talk a little bit more about Daily Fantasy. Again, I'm heavy in the FanDuel. I'm heavy in the DraftKings. Hit me up on social media at Fantasy Rasta. You can catch me on Instagram. You can catch me on, on Twitter. And y'all stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.